What up, you dork chop marks, and welcome to another episode of Sunset Flips and Super Kicks with the Super Click. Yeah, you like that? You like that shit? Super Click's back. Why don't you, uh, first of all, say hello? Too sweet. Too sweet indeed. And uh, why don't you let these uh, lovely listeners know what we've got in store for them this, this fine episode? Well, let me tell you something, brother. Ah, uh, this episode. Mm, what have we got this episode? Oh, it's bracket season. Hashtag B-R-A-C-K-E-T-S-Z-N. Bracket season, baby. We have the highly anticipated promo. Promo bracket. Who's best on the mic? Now, there's a lot. How, how many have we nailed it down to? Uh, there's 20. We got to 20. I could have done plenty more. There's a lot of names missing, but that's okay. If if people want these other names in for a promo, then we'll just do another one. Fuck it. No, we don't care. Exactly right. And the uh, the timing is immaculate. Oh, yes. Given, oh, uh, given yeah. what's been going on on uh, Dynamite and Raw. And um, we're actually, we've been talking about doing this one for a very long time now. Four of the superstars in two of the biggest rivalries in wrestling at the moment are actually in this top 20. Oh, no, I wonder if they'll, uh, I wonder if they'll match up. Ooh. I'm not too sure. The, um, yeah, the bracket's all set. We've got 20. Um, and that's probably why, you know, you, you follow the page if you do thank you. Um. In the story, we've been been putting up, you know, who's you know, better on the mic and having the having the fellas there, you know, in the midst of cutting a promo, I guess. That's why, because there's only two of us here. We're not going to get another coin because, well, that's just that's just not fair. We want we want we want to hear from the people, and the people have spoken. We, the people. Oh fuck! I missed that. It was, a, it was a dumb idea, a stupid idea by dumb creative. Don't you forget that, as uh, Chris Jericho once said. So, yeah, we want to hear from the people, and the people have spoken. There was actually um, a lot of people voted, more than I expected, so that's good. So thank you. And stay tuned, because there will be more. There are more brackets coming. There's a big one coming very soon, and your vote will count towards that. So before we um, get into these matchups. Some, some of your favourite promos that you got over oh, there. Thank God you've asked this question. Promos for me is the most exciting part of wrestling. That's what gets me interested. It always has. If someone's good on the mic, it makes you interested automatically, whether you like them or not. Yep. If they're spitting a good yarn or acting like something's it's getting real personal, it's always going to make you more intrigued. Uh, just a couple off the top of my head. Uh, obviously the pipe bomb. Uh, well, the pipe bomb. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously that that's that's when when you think promo, that's probably the one that comes to mind. Also the Austin three sixteen. They're the two main ones, but other than that, uh, anything Enzo Amore did on the mic, Fair. He, he just ripped anyone to shreds. Anyone he saw, too bad he couldn't back it up in the ring or <laughs> but. 
we're talking promos, we're not talking ring ability, thank God. <laughs> um, anything Jericho did with the list, oh, yes. that was comedy gold. Whenever the Miz picks up a mic, you feel like he can just bury anyone he wants. Him, him on Talking Smack, I'm sure you'll have yep. that in yours. Absolutely. Um, him on Talking Smack against Brian in Deadset, buried him, telling him to go back to the Indies. Uh, obviously, Paul Heyman, endless, every, literally every time Heyman picks up a mic is a promo. Yeah. Is a great promo. Uh, Cena, him when he went in on Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, saying that he's he's still around because people like him can't do his job properly. <laughs> mm. um, also, Cena saying to The Rock that he doesn't have to write his, yeah. doesn't have to write his very, promo down on his wrist. Very good. He can actually say it, you know, off the top of his head type thing. And they're always good. Cena's real good at that, um, making it. You know, like actually cutting, uh, breaking the fourth wall, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what makes him so good, also, because you know you wouldn't expect him. You think, oh, corny John Cena, blah blah blah, but he does have his moments where he, and he's and out of everyone. Well, for so long, he would have been the other one that could have got away with doing that certain stuff. Yeah. So that's why it made it so much more interesting and fun whenever he was on the mic, um, because you know, uh, him against Bray Bray Wyatt uh, during the uh, lockdown. When he was saying how uh, the fiend came out saying how um, Cena gets handed everything, and then Cena went through saying that he's lost, he's not over, he puts people over and all this stuff. I enjoyed that one too. Mainly that's yeah, I probably forgot millions, oh, yeah. that many, but off the top of my head, yeah, I'm sure we'll remember as we keep going. Also, it's the beauty of it. How about you? What have you got? Uh, you said most of them. Um, obviously, Austin three sixteen. Um, Miz on Talking Smack is another one that I love watching. Um, Cena and Reigns as well. That's that's probably that's definitely up there as one of my favorites. I've seen that one that many times as well. Um, especially like just when Reigns starts talking because he probably forgot his lines. Um, and then Cena just asked him if he was done <laughs> and then just destroyed him. Uh, as you said, Paul Heyman. For Paul Heyman, for me, would be one night stand when he ripped apart. Uh, Edge. <laughs> he ripped apart Edge, JBL, and Bischoff. Oh, uh-huh. also, I forgot to mention. I'm sure you and when and uh, Hogan, NWO. Yeah, Hogan NWO. That that promo after. So yeah, that one there. there. That's a big one. That was a good one too. Um, there's one like I didn't put Hogan in this. Um, but like I said, if people want Hogan in, we'll just do another one. But yeah, no, that's another good one. Anything really Hogan did in NWO, because that's you could actually talk rather than just, you know, get the veins popping in his head and call brother, brother, brother. Um, yeah, off the top of my head, I don't know. Like you said, there's probably more. I think, um, uh, Punk, when he went at Triple H. When he was going through that whole that summer of punk, talking to to Paul, yeah, that one, love that, and then punk with Vince as well, that contract signing, and then the pipe bomb. So yeah, there's there's plenty. Like you said, there's um as we go along, we could probably think of more. Um, there's one that I've heard about, 
but I've never been able to find it. It was from Jake the Snake Roberts, and there was one where he, he cut the promo. And obviously, like, when people are cutting promos, a lot of them like to get loud and, and into it, and he just spoke so softly. And he just had your attention, and he brought that up. He goes, see that? I didn't have to... I didn't have to raise my voice. I didn't have to do anything for you to get my attention. And that's the, that's the art of a promo. Um, I'm pretty sure Edge had some good ones as well. Uh, Hard, uh, Matt Hardy, he was up there um, when he used to drop his, when he was going all weird and he, uh, in TNA and he was dropping his Woken promo. Woken. Yeah. Always, those were always good. Uh, MJF spits a yarn. Jesus spits a good yarn. MJF, I've listened to him speak all day. He's a Ooh. current one that is Ooh, yeah. is up there, and only going to get better with as time goes on. That's right. You can definitely see that he's you know he has he has uh, watched a lot of the Miz, watched a lot of CM Punk in his time because you, a lot of that um, is you just sense it, eh? Yeah, it's that um, that type of. Anger where people, I don't know, it's like anger towards stuff that people still are cheering. They, they boo him, but they don't They don't actually boo him, you know. They're booing him, but they're like, oh, no, we actually like him. They're, they're booing him <laughs> because they just have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there's a lot of, we'll go through and I'll probably heaps as we keep going, come to mind. But, um, yeah, no, Prime, as I said, that's what makes wrestling, isn't it? The storyline is wrestling. That's it. Yeah, it's all about the story and when you cut a good promo, you can develop a good story, and that's what it's all about. That's why we watch wrestling. That's why we love wrestling. And that's not a bad thing to say. All right, a quick word from our sponsors. All right, thanks, sponsors. <laughs> um, let's get into it, shall we? Let's go. We've got uh, got a few matchups here to get through. And um, two to one, or three zero. That's... That's how it's going to go. We'll get we'll get into the first one. Let's go, Paul Heyman and Arn Anderson. The only thing I've, I haven't really seen much of Arn with his promos. Um, I think he's just more remembered now for calling Cody a bitch and saying if someone came up to him in his car, he'd pull a Glock on him. Uh, that's all I can remember from him now. Good old on, but I'd have to go. I'd have to go. Um, Paulie. Yeah, in Paul this Heyman. matchup, Paul Heyman for me. Paul Heyman, and um, yeah, the ninety percent of the people went Paul Heyman as well. So uh, stick that in your smoking pipe, eh? All right, Vinny Mac. Vince McMahon against CM Punk. This is hard because at the end of the day, it's kind of Vince's job to do that. You know, like, yeah. this is what he does. Type thing. Like, every time he's, because since he's not a wrestler, everything he does is a promo. Yeah. You know, so it's like, this is a hard one. Um, I'm going to go Punk. Just for I me, mean, might not have as many, um, might not have as many promos as Vince McMahon's had in his time, but they've definitely stood out more. Yeah, that's fair. Um, 
of the people are with you there, 86% of them, in fact. How about yourself? Well, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Um, well, Punk's gone through, so I'll give Vince a vote just to just so he doesn't get swept. And just because I've seen plenty, plenty of his promos, especially Attitude Era, going against Austin. So I'll, um, I'll give Vince that one there. But um, that PJ Punk goes through. Um, yep. All right. Next, we have got Edge against The Rock. That's another hard one. I feel like The Rock is um, it's hard because The Rock, you know, he's pretty much, he is a talker. And again, so is Edge. This one's really hard, actually. I'm going to let you answer it. Um, this is really hard. Yeah. This is, a, this is a tough one. It wasn't tough for the people, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably go Rock because he's just been more consistent over time where... Edge didn't really get it till he. I mean, his early stuff was entertaining when he was like Edge and Christian, but then after that, when he went like on singles, like there wasn't really much up until now from him until he sort of turned heel. But I think Rock was just he could make it work either way. Every week so, he was on the mic, so yeah, I'd, I'd have to go. I'd have to go Rocky there. Yeah, you convinced me. Oh, that's that's great. I'm, I'm I'm so glad we swept Edge. Oh, well, that's very good. No thanks, no mate. No, no yeah. thanks. That's no, no thanks. No, that's that's great. Good job. You've you've done your city proud. All right, this this I'm gonna um let you go first crack on this one. This will be a good one for me to hear from you. Uh, Dusty Rhodes and Roddy Piper. Dusty. Dusty. Love Dusty on the mic. I've I've watched a lot of him actually on the mic. Just his main promos, really. Yeah, he was he was good. I don't really like Dusty Rhodes, but some some of his promos are okay. I enjoy um his his real upset one. What was that called? The hard times. Yeah, hard times. That's, um, I was actually looking up like greatest promos of all time, and that was number one. Really, the hard times promo. So. Yeah, he could talk. I just didn't like him on commentary. Yeah, I didn't like him really, but um, I'm going to go him. Yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Dusty too. Um, as will the people. Fifty-three percent. Fifty-three was close. Fifty-three forty-seven. Um, and Rock was eighty-two percent as well, just to get them uh, get them stats up. All right now, so what's that? Where does that leave us? Down to sixteen. Um, one that you pushed for, Enzo, Enzo Adamare, real one, and Ric Flair. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? I'll go. 
I'll go Nature. What the Basically, anything 80s, 90s that he did. But, I think he sort of sort of went soft, I think, a bit when he went, was in evolution and stuff. What does he have to really do is just pump up Triple H. Um, but yeah, Nate. Nate for me. Well, I think I know where the people were heading, so I'm going to go Enzo. Enzo, very good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, the people, um, 90, 90%. <laughs> I think I was a part of that 10% that voted for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying, like, I've said I want to go, I'll go 20. Like, who else should we put in? And you, you rang me. I had to. It had to and, be a special request. And um, you just started saying, uh, what did you do? You cut one of, you said one of his promos and then said, yeah, let's put him in. And then when I saw who he came up against, I was like, oh, fuck, that's unfortunate. You two are so ugly. Tears run down the back of your head to avoid your face. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Poor Enzo. <sighs> yes, I remember that time he ripped the whole cruiserweight division. Yeah. Inside of the ring, he had a contract where no one could touch him. They were all standing around the ring and he went through one by one and went through and just ripped into every single one of them. Anyway, it was good fun while it lasted, Enzo. Yeah. It's like your WWE career wasn't yeah. long. No, no, unfortunate. But you're good on the mic. He's a good stick talker, smack talker, Skywalker. That's him. That's him. Righty. Um, Jerry the King Lawler and Stone Cold Steve Austin. 316. 316. Jerry the King, though, he's old days. He could actually oh, talk. He... Too bad he can't put a sentence together now. But back in the day, like most of them. Oh yeah, he's he was so good at getting heat. Oh, so many people hated him. Just um, just watch uh, what you want on the mic. Um, what was it King of the Ring '96? He came out and just ripped the crowd and stuff, and like it was just deafening with booze. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll go Austin, but Austin three sixteen. Going against Vince and his ECW ones as well, which really started um, his career, I think. Well, really just um, sent it forward. Right, the, the two that I wanted to get in here uh, where are we? Oh, and the people, 84% as well, went stone cold. Right, Eddie Kingston. And MJF. I was really um I was really high on getting these two in. So originally it was sixteen. But I thought MJF's such a good talker. And so is Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston can handle himself with a microphone in his hand. So I just I just had to. Um but I'm gonna go MJF. So am I, because he's better than because he's better than you. He's definitely he's definitely better than me. And we're doing this now. Imagine if we did this podcast in about five years' time. How many promos we could probably talk about, or even next week's time? Who knows what promos he could drop with Punk at the moment? Like that's right, unbelievable. Then that's good because it's finally like got me interested in something Punk's doing. Yeah, I haven't been interested. 
Um, but that's for another pod. Maybe one that's already come out. Who knows? Um, and the people are with us there, 60%. We've got uh, Flying Brian Pillman against Jake the Snake Roberts. Have you seen anything on these two? I mean, Brian Pillman I have. Brian, Brian Pillman's great. I miss that man. I haven't seen anything on Jake the Snake, though. No. But I'm going to have to go Brian Pillman then. Brian Pillman. You're going Pillman. The people have gone Snake, 67%. I don't know. This is. I've seen. I've seen more Pillman. I'd love to watch more. Jake the Snake. Um, but yeah, I think I think I'll go Pillman as well. Just he's got some memorable ones for me when he just showed up in ECW. Um, when he went off on Clash of Champions, and Eric Bischoff was shitting himself. Um, worried that he was going to say the seven deadly sin sinful words or something like that. So we're going to find Brian there. Pillman in there. All right. Here we go. 1999. Roughly August. So shut up. Put you on mute. The birth of Y2J. Oh. Debut. Chris Jericho. Against the Rock. Well, let's go the people first. The people? Well, I think we all know where the people are going. The Rock. 66% of them have, uh, have gone everyone's mate, Dwayne. Who are you going to go? I'm going to go Jericho. I'm going to go Jericho. I, I think <clears throat> I think Jericho is more natural. Rock's a lot more scripted. There's been a lot of stories on that as well, but Jericho's done it longer as well. But he was cutting great ones in WCW when... Like he needed to do something and then he just did all the stupid stuff with himself in the cruiserweight division. But the promos he was cutting was great. Then when he came into WWE, um, the promos he was doing against Shawn Michaels, you know, he'd come out and just sort of the way he was talking was just more serious and believable. And then when he was heel with the inner circle, not really like... Not when he tries to be funny, like when he's more serious. I think for me, it's it's much better. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Jericho. I'm gonna go Le Champion. Hmm. 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 Well, it doesn't matter who you're going. No, I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am torn. Uh, we Scoop. got the stupid idiot. Oh, we got we got the rock. You stupid idiot. 
Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to go, we've got the stupid idiot and then we've got Chris Jericho. No. Mm-hmm. Wishful thinking on my part. This is really hard. Um, I'm going to go Jericho too. Yeah, I think and because Jericho has also changed his character a lot and done all different types of promos. Yeah. With, with different characters typing. Rock's always been like, yeah, he might have been a heel. Um, for a bit and then back to face, but it's always been the same type of shit. Yeah. yeah he's always does that finally and yeah. the millions and if you smell and... And it doesn't matter. And it, yeah, whereas, like you said, Jericho changes it up in his character. I like that. Very good. Bye, Rocky. Oh. <laughs> I bet you got a bit of enjoyment out of the same Ooh. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> It was great. And um, guess what? What's that? He just made the list. He did make the list. Of eliminations. Of eliminations getting knocked out of my bracket. Uh, my friend, you are welcome on here anytime, sir. All righty. Johan Cena. The You Can't See Me Man. Against Paul Heyman. Oh, no. <laughs> This is hard. This is this, really is, hard. this is this is a tough one. I'm gonna go out straight away and say Cena though. Oh, you're going Cena. I have to straight up. That's yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Whichever one gets knocked out though, I will give I will give a rundown. Yeah, all right. So you've gone Cena and the people have gone Heyman. <laughs> so who am I going? I don't know. Oh, well, let's but... go run down the other. Let's run down. So, we've got Heyman who has done it with that many wrestlers is not funny, plus by himself. Um, all those years back at EC Dub, uh-huh. by himself. Coming onto the scene, WWE, who do you start off with? Um, well, he first came in as a commentator. That's it. And then with the Alliance. And then came in with Lesnar. And then went from Lesnar to Big Show to, to Kurt Angle. And then became general manager of SmackDown. And then left. Did ECW, left. And then basically just with Lesnar. Punk, he's he's done it with a lot of people. And now with my tribal chief, my tribal chief, I acknowledge him. The fact that he was with Punk, you have two of the best on the mic. <laughs> I, find, I still find it hilarious that them two partner up for so long. Um, when they're both so good on the mic, they can both say whatever they want, and they'll partner it up. So yeah, one can only one can speak type thing. When he um, when Punk didn't even need a manager. Yeah, exactly. He didn't even need a mouthpiece. No, especially not at that point in his career. And then Cena, promos yeah. is what saved his career. That's yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. It, it wouldn't be there wouldn't be a John Cena if he didn't come out and do promos. That's right. That's the reason I went Cena, and as and as I stated earlier on, Cena, um, he's the one who you can get away with breaking the fourth wall. No matter what, any time, any time he's there, he he can do that, and 
it's just he has the realism about it because everyone knows him as being the corny bloke where Heyman comes out and you expect, oh, he's going to be like, you know, type angry type thing, whatever. But with Cena, it's so, because um, it's not his character to go out and do that type stuff, to drop real promos and drop real stuff because he's so corny. He's the kids, you know, he's the kids idol, that stuff. So when he comes out and does those promos, to make it that much better. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm, this is a tough one. It's tough. I'm gonna go Heyman, but I think I have to go Heyman there, which is a tough one. Um... I could have seen that being a grand final matchup. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, like a final four, top four, top two, like you said. Yeah, poor boy. But that'd be just. If I would do a percentage, you know, it'd be like 50 and a half to 49 and a half. <laughs> you know, like it could change tomorrow. Wow. You know, it's one of those ones that's interchangeable for me. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Back to back good matchups. All right, CM Punk and Bobby the Brain Heenan. You seen much on Heenan? I've uh, seen him uh, a while back. I saw a real little bit, but not enough to, um, yeah, not enough to not not to vote for him. Yeah, that's for sure. Considering Punk's one of the best of all time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I haven't seen. <laughs> I I mean, some odd time where I did watch Bobby Heenan. I can't remember what it was. Some real odd. It was, a, it was a couple of years ago, too. I don't know why, but I did watch a bit of it, and I just couldn't get into it. So, yeah, Punk. Mark. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll go Punk, uh, along with the people. What was the percentage, too? 83. Yeah. 83, 17. Um, let me tell you something. Uh, the Great Dusty Rhodes against The Miz. Oh. Mm. Oh. So you're gonna speak. You wanna speak first? I wanna speak first. I don't, I don't yeah, I could. I could, <laughs> I could get crucified for this, but I'm gonna go Miz. So I think Miz can just hit that switch. Who'd the people go? Uh, the American Dream. Oh no! The steroids, <laughs> baby. Fuck! This is hard. This is a tough one. I think... Because Dusty was so one. good. Dusty was so one. good because he was yeah. just a pure baby face. Yeah. The Miz is another one sort of like Cena. Where like it kind of... Not say... Like it made his career. Yeah. Him, you know, always make the dirt sheet type thing. Always on in this spotlight. If he wasn't in the spot, he wasn't putting himself out there. Talking and being like doing that type of stuff, putting out of his comfort zone and he wouldn't be a movie star, wouldn't be even WWE, no one even know who he was. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't be nothing. Um, and he wouldn't be getting mentioned on other shows in other companies. That's that's the damn sure. That's right. As being one of the greatest on the mic ATM at the moment for oh. all you. So I thought you get money up. <laughs> um, yeah, one one for me is that sticks out for me is um 
It was in Barclay Center. And it was John Cena, Roman Reigns. I think I know exactly. And then um, Miz was like to Cena, what are you even doing here or something like that? How many more moments do you need? He went to walk away. And then Miz just grabbed him and said, no, you just stop. You let me, you let me finish talking to you and shit. <laughs> and then just cut a mad promo on both of them just getting handed everything. And like, what about him? And the whole crowd just like chanted, you deserve it. And like, you could see him tearing up in the face. And that's when you knew it was real. That's it. With the Miz, that's and the that's real just, thing. Yeah, that's what I'm like, just like. You know how we're saying with the MJS, with the, the, the crowd are born. But, you know, they don't really want to be. When the Miz, I mean, back in the day, the Miz was one of them. He did his job perfectly as the biggest heel for about a year straight. But as he went on, then people started realizing the purer, how pure he was on the mic. Um, and that's the thing. It was like one of the, yeah, all right, we're not supposed to like this guy, but geez. Yeah. <laughs> geez, whatever he says is makes you want to, you know, like, you have to like him. Yeah, so he that's made a career where... for himself doing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I have to go to this. Dustin Rhodes, so good though. Same as his sons, very good at reinventing themselves, very good at talking and stuff. Obviously, he runs in the family, but Miz had to come from fucking. He had to come from himself. He has to. He had to do, do all that. Same as Cena, um, even though they might not be on the same popularity type thing. But geez, he did a lot for himself, Miz, that no one would have expected. Yeah, that's right. Someone that shouldn't have made it because he was just a reality star. And him just talking got him to where he is. Yeah, no, good on him. Oh, the Miz, Miz is through. Cue the ba- cue the face of the girl crying. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. That was when he was at his peak, where he was the biggest heel in wrestling for about a year straight. Yeah, I mean that's why they kept the title on him for so long because he was doing his job so perfectly. It's like, like it, they're definitely like, and Edge put him over as well. Like in that in the promo, in the promo, have you seen that yet? No, I have not seen that. <laughs> so don't change. Don't be, don't be spoiling. Don't be spoiling. I can't wait to watch that. Like, that's just. Surprised you haven't watched it. Yet. I want to sit down and just watch it and just enjoy it and watch it again and again and again. Probably. Yeah, I have. I've seen parts of it where he's saying, you know. You weren't supposed to be here, you know, and you made a name for yourself and all the stuff, which is pretty much what we just said. Um, and when when Edge is doing that, you know, you know he must be good. Yeah, Miz. Yeah, keen eye. All right, the Miz is through. Uh, just like that, we're down to the final eight. It's very um, Ooh, the very elite good. eight. The elite eight. It's Hashtag not, all elite. Not the elite. The the elite. The elite. The, the elite. All right. Um, these ones. Oh, I love these matchups. Love these matchups. Let's let's kick it off with a goodie. CM Punk against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh my. Oh my. See, and this is literally who Punk like aspired to be type thing too. Ooh. This is just talking. This is not dream match wrestling. Although we could do dream match wrestling. This is this is promo on the stick. This is 
I don't know if I want to answer it. You're going to have to. I'm going to make you answer it. I'll start off. I'm going to stick with my man, Austin, because it is something that saved his career when he went to ECW. Cut those promos, burying Bischoff, burying Hogan, doing all that nonsense, um, which is what Paul Heyman got out of him. And then, you know, when he finally was able to talk in WWE, you know, that was it. Even though they didn't know what they had when he was there at first. So yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Austin. Do well, you want to go? Or do you want to hear the people first? I'll go. Sorry, I'm just biting down some chicken nuggets. When I get stressed, I eat chicken nuggets. Oh, chicken nuggets. This is a hard. This is a hard matchup. Out of everything, all the matchups we've done. I think this could be the hardest for me. This exact matchup. In all our bracket, our time of brackets, I think this could be the hardest for me. And we've had some hard ones. Oh, I might just have to make them a bit harder. I'll talk, um, to, I'll talk to my bracket maker, <laughs> the booker, Gato. Um, you know, this is hard for me, but I'm going to go Stone Cold. Go on, Austin. Because for so long, Punk, Sorry, I'm just biting down again. I'm very right. it's hard for me. Get that stress out. It was really hard for me. For so long, Austin did it. And it's like, with Punk, as you kind of mentioned before, it's like sort of the thing he does is being it's like repetitive type thing, you know? But And that, that's the thing. Stone Cold did that for years. And people, and it's the same repetitive shit, but it doesn't get stale. I know, I know I what know it why. is. I know what it is. It's because lately Punk brings up Britt Baker in his promos. Let's... That's why you're knocking him out. Sorry, uh, is this a why would Britt Baker be mentioned in this? We're talking about the greatest of all time. I don't know why we should be mentioning CM Punk's promos. There's something going on there. <laughs> yeah, just ask MJF. <laughs> <laughs> yes, MJF. Yeah, yeah. You better, um, you better not do that to Bebe. Couldn't care less. Hope she dies. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, this, that was so hard for me. I don't think Punk needs any explanation about how good he is, but and as I kind of said, Punk, you know, looked up to Stone Cold, literally dropped the pipe bomb wearing a Stone Cold shirt, you know. Yeah. What did the people say? Uh Punk fifty-seven to forty-three. Ooh. So the way the way I saw it going was, I'm just like, oh, all the people are just they're gonna vote Punk Rock. Punk rock. I'm not even talking about music. Um, well, lucky we're not the people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Might might lose all our listeners. That's fine. Or two of them. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm totally okay with. Not that. these days. These days we're going somewhere at cir- sunset. Oh, I was going to say at circles, but at sunset with some super kicks on the insta, on the gram. On the gram. All yeah, right. That was hard. That was, that was hard. All right, I'll um, I'll save I'll save another hard one for last. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, I, got no one, I got no more nuggets left, so yeah. Oh really? <laughs> Let's see how we go with this one. Uh, Chris Jericho against MJF. Jericho. Jericho, straight yeah. off the bat. Yeah. He's done it for that long. Not not hard for you. Not really. He's no. done it for that long. 
Um, yeah. As I said, you do this in maybe like even a week or a year or five years, and MJF could be the best talker of all time. Yeah. But not at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'd have to agree. I'd have to go Jericho. Longevity changes it up. Not the same. Not that MJF is is the same stuff, but he's good at getting heat, but so is Jericho. So, and and if you could, and the fact that get over a word, certain words, or like a writing something down on a piece of paper, that's how you know. Yeah, you have people interested. Um, yeah, so that's enough said. I guess uh, that would be Jericho. And, I mean, that would be MJF in a couple of years' time. Oh, for sure. That would be him. He'll have all these different... He'll have a bit of Heyman, a bit of Punk, a bit of Miz, a bit of Stone Cold. He'll have a bit of all of them in him. And if he keeps going, geez. That's scary how good he could be. I know. And uh, the people. Went Jericho also. Yeah. 52... To forty-eight percent, couple in it, couple of votes in it. All right, the Miz against Brian Pillman. Sorry, Bri Bri. Mm. As I said, haven't seen too much on him. So, yeah, it's more. It's more when he got that developed the loose cannon gimmick, but even that wasn't really around for long. Yeah, no, because he wasn't. I've seen more on Pillman. Than the other guy, more than Rhodes, more than Heenan, but still, like, it's not enough to yeah, it's, get over the Miz. It's Miz, Miz for me as well, right there. All right, there's uh, there's two names left. Get a venture, I guess. I don't want to. <laughs> Are you saying you know? No, I just don't want to think about it. All right. Rick Flair. What? Against Paul Heyman. Ooh. Wow. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Both got longevity behind them. Yeah. Both got different styles, different change up their characters. Heyman being manager, being a manager, like being a manager of a wrestler, being a manager of a company, being, you know, out by himself. Jeez. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go Heyman. Um yeah, I'm gonna go Heyman. Because even though it's kind of Heyman's job to talk and get people over, I still think like I've been a best manager of all time. Um definitely. So, yeah, I have to go Heyman. At least Flair still got his fucking six, six, seventeen time championships behind him. Yeah, doesn't really matter if he wins this bracket. No, <laughs> no. Well, I'm going, I'm going Heyman too, because um, just the Flair's promos last year when he was with Orton, but just I oh, need, he needs to give it up. Not the same and. Whereas I think Heyman could just do it no matter what. Because Heyman's good about getting other people over, whereas Flair was better at getting himself over. So I'll go, um, I'll go Heyman. I'll go Heyman on that one. And the people, 52 to 48, went 
Hayman as well. So another close one. Alrighty, and just like that, we are down to the semi-finals, the final four. We're here already. We've only been on here for I don't even know how long. Um, I've got some good matchups for you there, champ. I don't even know where. Where do you want to start? One or two? Oh, the easiest one. Okay, there is no easiest one. All right, we'll just go from the top. You've got Paul Heyman against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did we just make the exact same noise? I think so. Cool. I think so. We're in sync. Um, that means bye, we're in bye, sync. Bye. Like I wish, I, you know what? I should have just uh, had a coin on me during this, so I could just flip it. But I said no coins, so the coins got banned. Oh, fuck! This is a uh, this is a doozy. And it was actually it was close with the people too. It was 50, 53 to forty seven percent. And Stone Cold was actually a Paul Heyman guy. He was so one of the uh, one of the original Paul very Heyman. Very interesting. Guys. I don't even know where to go here. We got, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman up against Austin three sixteen. Said I just whipped your ass. So <sighs> many promos from these two. I know. Not funny. <laughs> these two are just definition of on the mic. Hmm. This is oh, yeah, this is a hard one. Um. Oh. <laughs> Oh, See no. who wants to go first. Oh, I'll just I'll just go out and say I'm just I'm gonna go Heyman. Okay. I'm gonna go Heyman. Just he can get himself over, and then he can get other people over as well. People that he's representing. Um, I think hands down the greatest manager in the game ever. That's just. I mean, the fact that people put him like they put him on wrestlers that can't talk. So he's just their talking piece, really. Like, obviously shows he's a big deal. Like, Roman Reigns, the reason they started him off, obviously he's learned a lot Reigns since then. They put him on Reigns just to, obviously, they want to give Reigns a massive push. Who better to put him with? Yeah, it's like when Lesnar came in, in 2002 as well. Um, Heyman's talked him up from back then. He talked up Angle with Team Angle. Um, even with Punk, not that Punk needed it, but it just worked for Punk's character. When they want someone to go on a massive push, that's who they get with him. Then, yeah, he can, he can do the job because he's that good at talking to hype up whoever he's working with. So, yeah, I'm just, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to knock out Austin, but I don't think you've ever knocked out Austin. In anything we've ever done, so <laughs> I know. Gotta stay loyal. But that's my job to knock out Austin, and I'm going Heyman. You're going Heyman. Yeah. So Heyman is a final. I'd probably go Austin more <clears throat> memorable and com- like com- uh, like a funny type, you know, all those. So I I just think there's a- they got endless and endless promos. These guys. Yeah, but if you're ever to like go back and watch, you'd never watch like there's that many. You can never get all of them. 
they have that much, and that's why they're there in the final four. They've done it for so long. And Heyman is the reason for the Stone Cold character. Yeah, exactly. So Because in ECW. Without without Heyman, there is no Stone Cold. That's why I went Heyman. And the um, the people went against us. They were Austin, 53%. Heyman, 47%. So a close one there. Mm. And um, our yeah. second. It doesn't matter what they think. Oh, no, he was gone long ago. <clears throat> long, long ago. So I was still doing this. Um, second matchup, our second semifinal. Chris Jericho against The Miz. Mm. How'd the people vote this one? Or what are the percentages? Uh, 60 to 40%. Oh, so quite another, close. Another close one. So who wants to go first here? I'll, I'll let you take this one. Okay. Um, all right, let's think. The Miz hasn't obviously been around for as long as Jericho. Um, obviously took his career to a massive next level just because of what he could do on the mic and his presence. Um, Jericho been around for many decades, many of years. Um, done it for that long, changed his character up. Many times, the Miz has kind of kept that same person, but Miz is very real. Yeah, he always brings realism to it, and whenever he does, it's like, as I said, a bit like Cena. They they can get away with doing it, same as Heyman. All the good people can get away with bringing realism. I'm sure Jericho, um, oh Jericho has done that too, actually, many times. Especially back in his WWE days when it's kind of frowned upon in their WWE to bring it real. That's why I'm saying only a handful of people can get away with it. Oh, this, is re- this is actually really hard. It shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> so you think of, a lot of people probably look at the Miz and say, oh, this should be real easy because Jericho has been around for 30 years. Miz has been around for what, like 15? Yeah, about that. It should be easy. But... <clears throat> Miz's job is literally he made his career on on the mic type thing. You don't beat John Cena in, rest, uh, in the main event of WrestleMania and not be able to speak on the mic and back yourself. Back yourself. So this is hard. This is this is a tough one. This is very tough. You know what? I'm gonna go Miz. Fuck it. Go on, Miz. Yeah, fuck it. Well, to make it interesting, <laughs> the people went Jericho, 60%, the Miz, 40%. <clears throat> so, it's down to me for the deciding vote. And I've already written written it down here in the bracket. So, so, you're, so you know who you're going. I, 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 I already know who I'm going. I think I know who you're going. Go. No, you just tell me. No, right? okay. I'm no. going the Miz. Oh, are you? Oh, so you thought I was going to go Jericho? <laughs> oh, I thought you were definitely Jericho. No. no, I'm going the Miz because, like you said, he brings realism into mm. it. Always, but he's also, 
Not that I'm saying Jericho doesn't yeah. bring that or have the passion, but with Miz, you can really see the passion and he doesn't need to go over the top Yeah, when he does it. <clears throat> but what I bring it down to is talking smack over, um, I think it was the first fight for the Fallen when Jericho had an open mic to call out Hangman Page and I was just expecting so much more. But it just, I don't know. I thought it would have been a better Jericho promo. But when I look back at Talking Smack, that's what, that's what did it for me. Really? Just how, just how he just turned it on. Even like on Raw or on Raw's like when someone pisses him off and then he just gets into it, like you can just see it in his face <laughs> and you can just tell because all it is with promos is you've got to believe what you're saying. Oh, and he believes. And 100% guaranteed the Miz believes every single word he says. As I said, it's going, to be, it's going to be good because, as, as I said um, earlier on, MJF is only going to watch him. He obviously grew up watching the Miz and all that. So just imagine what MJF, like what the Miz has done to like someone like MJF. Yeah, like a mic guy, yeah. Exactly. Someone like who's built himself off the mic, obviously got the wrestling ability as he went on. <coughs> And just improved, improved, but just having the mic skills, as you said, he believed himself that he was an A class superstar, even though he might not have been at the time. Like he wasn't, he wasn't, he he shouldn't have been in the main event at WrestleMania and no. beat John Cena. No way, he didn't have the skills at that point to do that. But he did because he believed her, and he was the best heel in the game. He did his job perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that was exactly all he had to do was come out and just rip anyone <laughs> and say how good he is, and that's Fair exactly enough. what he did. I think he. I mean, he did it with um. He did it against your boy Enzo. A hundred percent. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. That was really that good was, too. Yeah. He did it to everyone. Like even as you said, talking smack. It means nothing. But yeah, it was brought, just a meaningless show. But because he was the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. Also brought prestige to that's that. That's another thing. Yeah, that's like, another thing. Um, and then just to lose it at Daniel Bryan and not worry about the consequences. I mean, he even said he was ready to, he was waiting for like Bryan to just punch him in the face and he just walked off and he didn't know what to do. And in that moment, he just kept it going saying, yeah, you walk away, you coward, you're the coward, this and that. And just kept it going. You could just see it in his face. I I love that promo. I'm going to watch that when we're done here. I'm going to go on a promo. And even the other night, um, the other night on Raw, like it's just, and you know when it's real when it comes to the Miz. Like as I said, Cena does it, but when Cena does it, like, he makes a point knowing that it's real, and you know it's not what he's supposed to do. And but the Miz does it so, so often that you expect him to bring realism into every single thing he does. Yeah, because I think the difference between those two is with Cena, he doesn't. I mean, he can just do it off the cuff and just like not give a crap and it still comes off as normal. But when the Miz does, like you can, like I said, like the passion's there, you can see it in his face and like, I don't know, would it be like his attitude or there's just something about him that changed where you just know, yeah, this is, um, this is off script. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I don't think the Miz has ever had a promo written down on these reads. (laughs) I don't think you need one. (laughs) I think he's the like when you think go to on the mic, don't need in the promo like written down. I, it, uh, he'd be the guy I'd I'd think straight away. 
the other guy I would think straight away is the other finalist. Oh, Paul yes. Heyman. I tend to agree. Then, oh, okay, good segue. It, I know it's just it's amazing how things just fall into place on this on this show. Uh, Paul Heyman against the. Or should we do a third place? Yeah, let's do a third. We haven't done a third place before. Let's do a third place. We'll go third place. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, that's why you want to do it. Chris Jericho. Because your boyfriend's in it. (laughs) That's why. You never want to leave Stone Cold. No, no, no. No, no. I just want to see which way you lean on this one. Okay. All right. So, this is between us two. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, the people have voted. The the various matchups have been there. Okay. Let's um, do let's do let's do a proper third place then. All right, proper Before third we, place. All right, so we I'll, yeah. I'll tell you right now the votes is um ninety percent to ten percent from the people. Well not, not we the people, them yeah. the people. You people. I I I'd go as I I'd go Fuck, this is a hard one actually. Mm. The, this final four is amazing. Just you know, every every single match up here. You know what? I'd still go. I'd, I'd go Stone Cold because every time he gets the microphone, people want to listen to what he says. Type thing. It's like, oh, what's he going to say now? Jericho, yeah, you don't, you don't get that same. He'd never really had that. That you know. Every time, even if Stone Cold was pick up a mic now, everyone would stop and listen. You know. And he's had that forever. Like Jericho. Yeah, at certain points in his career, but Stone Cold has maintained that ever since the three sixty, even before that, when he was long haired Yahoo. Mm. When he um wasn't even a big deal. You know, everyone just wants to like, listen to what he has to say. You know it's gonna be either entertaining or he's gonna like rip someone. Yeah. So that's the way I'm leaning. Mm-hmm. You very cool. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean you've almost convinced me there. Because mm. um, I don't know, I was sort of. Well, because Jericho's a hard one. Cause he, you know, he changes his character up. Yeah, and he can I mean, get, you look and at he's his had, and he's had every character over, and he's I, had different promos for each character. So I think I think the best version of Jericho on the mic was 2008, when he was going against Shawn Michaels, when he turned heel and then started wearing the suit. Yeah, and just just the way he was talking, like. Sort of like talking down to everyone, thinking he was better than everyone, and then that run he had with Kevin Owens when he came up with the lists and stuff. Yeah, that that was just entertaining stuff. Um, yeah, exactly. As I'm saying, what if his stuff is yeah, it's good, it gets over, but it's entertaining type thing. Yeah, like yeah, he's had a bit of realism at certain points, but it's never been real like ripping, which has never been really his character to do that, which is not his fault. Mm. But um. I'm sure if he did do that, he'd get over, but... Yeah, which, yeah. which way are you going to go? Um, you know what? I'm going to go Austin because to this day, people still chant what? Yeah, exactly. I, I, that was the exact thing I was getting at. And I can't remember what it was, but a long time ago, Jericho tried to get something over. It was something ridiculous. On the mic, I can't remember, but it just didn't work. Nothing, nothing against Jericho, but I'll still listen to him cut a promo. Stupid idiot! That's right, stupid idiot. You just made the list. 
Probably, we, we probably did just make the list. We probably made. I'd love to make the list. Um, or the lexicon of La Champion. <laughs> um, and the people uh, are in agreement with us. 90%. 90% went uh, Austin. So there we go. We'll give, uh, we'll give Austin third there if, um, if you keep a score at home. <laughs> but we'll get to the final. This is why you're here. Heard of rap battle? Let's do promo battle. Paul Heyman against the Miz. Fuck, I'd love to see these two go at it. That's a very good point. I don't think they've ever. No, they haven't. Miz has never actually run into a. Paul Not Heyman properly. Guy. They haven't. No. Oh, that'd be a that'd be a good one. I'm I am torn. I am torn. <sighs> I don't know where to go on this. You know, I don't, I don't think there's a wrong back, answer. I'm going to go back to like the way I said with Jericho. You know, you probably expect Jericho because same as Heyman, done it for so long, and Miz has only done it for say 15. But who? And but then this is hard because I was going to say, but who makes more of a mark? Yeah, years or 15. Like what's been done more like promo wise in that time? But then that's hard because you forget about all the stuff Heyman's done. Yeah, that's right. He's done it for so long, you do forget how much he actually has done. With the Miz, you know, you you kind of know, and he also reminds people every every time he gets a mic. Because I mean, with these two, they're so they can be so serious. Yeah, but at the same time, they can be comedic and entertaining, and they can be so similar. They're actually so similar. They are. They when you really think about it, they are. The only difference is Miz wrestles. Yeah, and has more hair. And yeah, probably makes more money. But he doesn't <laughs> represent the tribal chief. You're right. He does not. He doesn't respect that. So he doesn't acknowledge him. He does not acknowledge the tribal chief. Um, fuck. I don't know. This is. Oh, just gonna have to say a name and stick with it. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first, and then I'll go to people. Okay. And then, oh, no. um, I don't like where this is going. I'll I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll leave this one to you. You I can. Um, I don't like the way this is going. You can decide who. Oh, are no. Circles and super kicks. I mean, sunset flips and blunt pencils. Chooses as uh, the promo goat. So who are you going? I am going Mike <laughs> Mizanin. <laughs> Holy shit! The Miz. That's and that's big for you too. You're a massive Paul. Yes, I, I am a I am a Paul Heyman. I literally have a shirt that says I'm a Paul Heyman guy. I'm gonna wear it to the pub on Saturday. Actually, fair enough. Um, last week I wore my my Bailey shirt just to throw it out there. Don't think anyone cares. It's all good. I don't really care. I don't care what they think. I know I don't care. I know. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Miz, little Mizzle. Um. I don't really have a good reason because it'd be the same for each yeah exactly person. as I said it's they're just, so similar. We've I think we've gone through that much yeah. and to as, get, as to and get we come to the conclusion point. that they are so similar. The only difference is the Miz wrestles. Yeah, and I mean right now when they have a microphone in their hand, you watch. Yeah, exactly right. Like you watch, you listen to what as, they have to as say. As we said, if Stone Cold picked up a microphone, people would still listen. 
That's right. CM Punk picked up a microphone. Yeah, it might be a bit of repetitive, but people still want to listen. Mm. MJF picked up a microphone. People still did, listen. Did Did you want to listen to CM Punk's promo today? Yeah. Oh, that was um. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that was um. I heard. Oh, that was brutal. He was trying too hard. I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah I think so. Need to go back. But we knew that would happen anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not what we're here to talk about. There's a reason um, Punk got eliminated. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, by oh, by Austin. So yeah. I'm going to go, Miz. We've we've said it all. The people have gone, Heyman. What's the percent? Uh, 74 to Ooh, 26. No. Yes. Yes. Very uh, almost one-sided. Give a little bit of credit to the Miz. As I said, people probably are like, people probably do forget both the very thinking now. Oh, Heyman been around for that long. That could be their reason. But then the Miz got to figure out what he's done in that fifteen year time. Yeah, and it's nothing against Heyman. Did it as a general manager. Exactly, he's Heyman... done it in every role he's ever had. And Heyman did it as a commentator as well. And that's always been so, his role. I mean, yeah, that's right. He's that's how he got into wrestling by talking. He talked his way into a fucking um, producers meeting with Dusty Rhodes. That's how good this guy is at talking. But I went for Miz, so I shouldn't be really talking up. Amen. <laughs> okay, well, the way I'm gonna, what I'm going to put it down to the Miz talked his way into a WrestleMania main event, there literally, and I, beat John Cena. I defend, Did he beat John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania? I didn't you know? Fuck, you learn something new every <laughs> fucking day. And yeah, I'm going to go. I know, Ooh. I know my answer. Drum roll, drum roll. I know my answer. Um, I've convinced myself of the 30 years of... How long do you reckon Heyman's been in the game? Oh, 35? 35? Yeah, about 35. Yeah. 35 years of Heyman or 15 years of Miz dropping bombs, not caring, putting himself out there. This is hard. But I've come to the conclusion. I'm going. Do you know who I'm going? I do not know who you're going. I'm going the Miz. Going the I was just, I was about to get the awesome. Oh, so put it this way. Go on the Miz. There you go. Put it this way. The Miz. Remember the old NXT show? Yes. Any normal wrestling fan would know who Brian Danielson was. He come out and acted for years like Brian Dan- well, Daniel Bryan was the biggest nerd, worst wrestler of all time. Did so much to get him like over type thing in WWE's like bullied him whatever he could do for that period of time. Literally bullied him and like like <laughs> I just thought that was absolutely amazing television. Like what is the point of that? He literally came out Saying he was his mentor, even though Brian had been wrestling for fucking twenty years prior, but since the Miz could talk on the mic, like who gives who gives Miz the right to be anyone's mentor? No one. But since he could just go at the mic and just rip anyone he wanted, they put him with him, and he, and that's all he did for years. They created storylines out of it. So that's the one thing I went back thinking about. Plus, then you got the dirt shit. You got tough enough. Where the Miz, you know, literally, like, he talked, he talked, he talked. No one really thought he was any good. 
But as we said, they had, like well, he doesn't deserve to make the main event of WrestleMania. But you don't get put in the main event of WrestleMania with Special Enforcer The Rock and beat John Cena if you don't have a bit of you know a bit of something about you. And look where it took the Miz. He's made an empire for himself. Even though Heyman has too. Heyman's been doing it for so long. But Miz has done it as a heel slash babyface slash heel trying heel trying to, you know, be real and still people enjoying it. Heyman's always had that one type of persona type thing, which it's got over. It's never not been over. But the Miz is sort of, you know, he has been a face. He has done he has dropped bombs as being a face. He has dropped bombs being a heel. You know, he's he's kind of every everywhere he goes, he can do it, type thing. Every type, every every different um, storyline, he can do it. Whether he's heel, face, or heel, trying to be real, you know, he can do it in all different facets. So that was my reasoning. Even though Hamer, as I said, done it for thirty five plus years, and it can get, and that's why they put him before the biggest stars because that's what he does. But you got to remember where the Miz came from. Even though look, they have a similar story. Both pretty much nothing and got their way into it. But over those last 15 years, I think the Miz has, like, you know, built himself that much that he deserves a, um, definitely deserves a pat on the back. We'll give him more than the pat on the back. We'll give him the uh, promo goat, the promo god of really? SK. What? Really? Really? Listen here, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. Really? Because I'm the Miz. And I'm awesome.